Hey guys and welcome back to the Sarah Tanner podcast episode two and today I am so happy to bring you my chat with a very good friend of mine and huge inspiration in my own personal life and I know many others, Hannah Jensen. Uh, Hannah's based in Auckland, her studio, she's an artist, her studio is in Ponsonby and she tells us a little bit about how she stays motivated to get up in the morning, where she draws inspiration from, uh, and her plans for the future. So I hope you enjoy it, and I'll catch you at the end. So, Miss Hannah Jensen, welcome to the Sarah Tanner podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to be here. It feels a little weird recording what we're talking about because we do so much talking, but um, we do. You know, it's talking. like as soon as you put a microphone or a camera in front of somebody, it just changes the whole dynamic. But as we are talking, Hannah is here doing her craft, which is an incredible technique of carving into layers and layers of paint. So we'll start off with that basic. What do you do, Hannah Jensen? Uh, generally arrive at my studio most days very early in the morning to start the layering process so I layer as you say layers of paint onto um, a board up to 70 layers of different colors and then once it's dried over five weeks of layering um, draw something up on it and carve back through the layers to reveal the different colors so to completely dumb it down you are an artist I'm an artist yes That's right full-time and artist. This, is, this is your medium that you work in and yes. you've been doing it since uni haven't you so absolutely last 15 years I've been carving yeah and it came about through a project, didn't it? That you just realised you were the only person in the world to be doing this technique. Yeah. And you just rolled with it and stuck with it, didn't you? Absolutely. It was trial and error. End of my second year at university, I literally made a mistake and voila, I've come up with this beautiful technique that I still use today and I'm still challenged by and I still really love to do. Awesome. So I want to start off... Um, on a positive note, yes. although you are always <laughs> super positivity. Thanks. Um, and actually a little bit of background how I came to meet Hannah and I've mentioned the story to Hannah before but I'll say it again for those that haven't heard it the first time I saw this gorgeous girl was on TV one used to run I don't know if they still do the good sorts I think they, st I think they do feature I think they on do. Sunday yeah. nights back in the days when I used to actually watch the news but um, Hannah was featured on there and I was just completely captivated by her as so many people are when they first meet Hannah and I just thought oh my god I need to know this girl and when I started my previous business she was an ambassador um, which I was so grateful for that she came on board and then we've just evolved as friends and help each other along the way and all the crazy little bumps and hurdles that we each find in the road and absolutely you know that to me that's what friends should be so i'm so grateful to call hannah a friend and um so super grateful to have her on today but thanks beauty i want to start with five things that you are grateful for right now oh, well number one is my art actually because it really does feel like i always come back to it um when, I, when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm angry or when I'm just really emotional or anything, it's that kind of saviour in my life is having my art and my craft. Um, but actually getting up this morning and being really super grateful for my body and my breath. I went to yoga and that, you know, breath is important. We being really connected to that. So being able to breathe easily is yes. like absolutely amazing and then being able to move my body as easily as I can. Mm -hmm. um, also super grateful for that. So two more is friends. Friends is a huge one for me. Like I really hold them close to me, 
and I love spending time with them. And lastly, my darling partner, who's arrived in my life about a year and a half ago, who's completely kind of changed it for the better in the fact that I just feel very secure and safe and in yes. an amazing relationship. Mr. Morgan Fox, shout out to you. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan Fox. <laughs> so that's awesome. Five things you're grateful for. Yep. I mean, um, they may sound super simple, but so key in you know, living a life that is on purpose and following your dreams too. You've got to have that tight Yeah, I also think grounding. reminding yourself of what those simple things, like I mm. literally, I was struggling to sleep last night and I just kind of, you know, lay on my back and I reminded myself of those things and my, and the, all those basics that I do have that um, I think sometimes you can take, take for granted or forget those everyday little things that, um, yeah, so a good so reminder. Special. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we've covered what you do. Yep. Um, you're an artist and you work in this unique technique. Absolutely, yep. And can you explain a little bit more why you do it? Like, what's your why? So the reason why I do what I do is I, I really do have this internal drive to want to create. But I suppose having done it for so long and knowing that it brings me so much joy, there's just... A, I don't know, build that momentum of I keep I want I want to keep doing it because it brings me so much joy. Mm. And then also not only the making of it brings me joy and being in my studio and researching and creating art, but also gift like the gift of, you know, when your art is picked up by someone, um, was bought and then that joy is shared mm. and they get to share that, you know, have it on their wall and that joy spread. You know, you're spreading mm. the joy because um, I love creating beautiful things and then other people enjoy it, you know, in their home. And it's, it's like a photo on your wall, or it's like a special piece of jewellery, or even a perfume sometimes I find sparks a memory of someone, and then yes, yep. you know, warm fuzzy thoughts about that moment or that person. Um, so by having your personal touch in people's homes, is it's like this little, little pocket of positivity, like I'm yes. very lucky to have one of your pieces that you gave me for my last birthday, and every time I look at it, I think of you, you know, oh, and thanks, babe. so... I think that's so cool that you kind of be, can be in people's spaces without having to physically be there. You know, yeah, it's such a powerful thing. There's definitely different ways of buying art. Sometimes you go and you buy a piece of finished art, but a lot of my works, and I'm you know currently sitting around ten pieces that people have chosen what they're wanting. So they've mm. chosen a color that really you know shines some brightness into their life, but also chosen a flower or a symbol that um, you know means something meaningful to them. So mm. they've actually been a part of the process, process. and yeah. then I've created it for them because I'm I'm the tool basically. And um, yeah, which is actually a really amazing thing to acknowledge, you know, I'm a tool to create more joy. Absolutely, yeah, why not? Mm. Um, so I'm just gonna jump yep. on from there yes. into the realm of social media. Oh yes. And just talking about what you touched on then, that you're, basically it's your followers and people that enjoy or have previously bought your art that yes. have been involved in that process, isn't it? So how and it, that's kind of a unique space for an artist as well isn't it because often they just work to a brief or a theme of an exhibition and they create the work yes. to actually be working effectively to demand yeah or to request via social media how has that like what are your what are your thoughts on social media and what you do um it's, it's just growing and you're, you're more connected um you know internationally really because back in the day i mean 2000 and six I'm pretty sure social media was just kicking off but but back then it was word of mouth people mm. had to see your art and, and and it still spread just like it spreads now on social media but it, it was more of a grind right like, but it spreads to, faster yeah I think I've always been very very um 
lucky to, you know, I think I, in the first, after a little exhibition in 2006, my first year out of university, I mean, my exhibition had sold out in a week and then three weeks later I had 40 commissions. So I mean, mm. my, I'm quite used to that. Um, momentum. Yeah, momentum. And attention, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but what the social media thing is, it kind of almost speeds that up tenfold in the fact that in the last three weeks, I think I have... Yeah, actually probably got about 24 commissions actually mm. so 34 34 commissions so mm. um i it, i'm but it's more spread you know mm. it's more worldwide spread which is amazing but they are amazing followers and they might have been following for a week or they might have been following for over a decade yeah um and that just grows but it, social media is a funny thing but i think people have are less inclined to walk around these days and see things in the flesh. They're more inclined to go online. And that's just the way it is. It's keeping up with that kind of momentum, but mm. still staying strong, and um, still being able to have those exhibitions and still being able to be present at your exhibitions so people physical can content. come and yeah. see you if they're able to. And yes. that's what happened in April at my last exhibition is hundreds of people came through the door that had followed me online but were able to interact with me and actually have a conversation face-to-face, mm. -face, mm. which is great, you know? It's, yeah. And for anybody listening, the reason that I touch on social media with Hannah is because um, she's she's incredibly active on there, I think, and that's quite probably, you know, a little bit odd for an artist because generally, well, or creatives in general, they tend to hide behind their work yeah. and let their work be the voice or um, the representation of them. So the cool thing about Hannah is that you not only get to know her art, but you get to know her as well, which... Um, you know creates that deep sense of ownership that people have when they come to buy one of your pieces that they know you yeah um, and also a connection to the work because i show the process and the process is, does take weeks so they're part of that whole process but i think it, it i just want to touch also on the fact that when facebook ca first came out i was like i do not want to be any part of this mm. and i really had to warm myself up to it and i think because i have such a positive response it is encouraging to you know be out there and and share my craft but yeah i mean people are very positive in response you know their responses to to what i share so i don't have any of that hate kind of coming back at me i um you know i'm, I'm in a i feel quite secure in that uh, community that i've created online mm -hmm. yeah so i am i feel over time i finally got that confidence to be out there and share my share my craft mm. which i mean would, would certainly be hard to say anything negative about you just quietly <laughs> Um, what is inspiring you right now, Hannah? Um, for me, it's it's always it's always nature. Like I'm, you know, I've been doing some hard hours, you know, the last few weeks, and I actually just can't wait to jump on that plane on Thursday. Um, and I head down south, and I just know the mountains are waiting, and I'll be out there, be out mountain biking, and up in the mountains and fresh air. So I mean, that's always going to be my inspiration because it's it clears my head in order for me to have that silence and quietness to find that inspiration within because really my inspiration does come within like but it's then inspired from externally um yeah with you know being in nature mm. so it's that there are lots of things that inspire me all the time with people around me and the community and all of that but i get most of my inspiration when I'm really quiet and I can be quiet in nature. Mm. Well, <laughs> so, it refuels you, doesn't it, really? hundred percent, I mean, um, yeah. And it's something that you are really drawn to, isn't it? I mean, living yeah. in the city for a long time now, you're you're looking to move out of the city with yes, yes, um, yes. the aforementioned lovely Mr. Morgan Fox. <laughs> so hopefully that will um, 
you know create more inspiration for you and just be able to get well, I think fully immersed and, into that and focused like I yeah. um, in the city for me there's a lot like, of distractions right there is a lot of distractions I'm always doing something mm. um, and I really enjoy being part of the city and that movement but um, I suppose the older I get um, there is a a real force for me to like want to slow down a bit because I can't keep up this momentum. I really enjoy being fast paced and all the rest of it, but the body's kind of craving to like slow it's down be that a bit. balance. Yeah. yeah, totally. And I um I get that as soon as I leave the city, and not. I think it's also if you were to choose to find to choose to stay in the city, you know, still finding moments to, of quietness, which is where I do my yoga and obviously still find nature, but um. Yeah, I mean, my whole kind of body and where I'm at in my life is wanting just to slow down a little bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so that leads me to ask what motivates you because people that do follow you are just speaking to someone at the food show on the weekend saying she's got such a girl crush on you and how is she so alert and on at 5 a.m.? I'm like, seriously? Um, I'm a morning person. But, you know, again, that's I think so many of these things in life are practice. Mm. Um, I, you know, when I was... From, from 15 onwards I, w- I was working in bakeries to save my money to get to university and I, we were starting at 4.30 in the morning so I mean I think again it's that practice as soon as you start getting up at 5 your body you know in the weekends I still wake up at 5am Yeah, try and make myself go back to sleep in the weekends but um, yeah that was what was the question? Oh. <laughs> I was like, I think motivation. I, I was motivation. Well, what, you know, get oh. you out of bed. Like, are there there must be some days where you just go, I just really don't want to get up today, or Not just really. snuggle in for an extra hour. Um, I think, but you're I up think and going. I real, I really enjoy getting into the day. Um, I do wish every night that I'd gone to bed earlier. Really, <laughs> that's what yeah. I say to myself every morning. I'm like, I wish you'd gone to sleep earlier. Mm. But it, making every day is there's an excite, there is truly an excitement for me to get up every day, and there's always something major. And sometimes I have those like I've been through phases in my life where I haven't, you know, mm. when I've been really low and I've been staying in places. Um, where I might have been living by myself or a very cold warehouse somewhere and the winters have been hard and I haven't wanted to get out of bed, absolutely, but I would actually make myself get out of bed and go for a walk and walk into a cafe and usually bump into someone and that would spark you out spark of it. some energy and, and yeah, snap me out of it. But there, I mean, I'm not saying I've always been this. I suffered from an eating disorder for over a decade, so I had some pretty low times through my teens and early mm-hmm. 20s. Um, and I think I have had those bouts, you know, later on. But I think then it all, all comes down for me, these little tools that have helped me stay out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, those bouts of lowness and um, and that self-love. And But I really, I really enjoy mornings. I really enjoy the quietness. I enjoy getting here at 5.36 in the morning and it's quiet. And mm. I, you know, putting some nice smells on. Eucalyptus. Setting the scene. Eucalyptus yep. this morning and setting the scene. And off I go to yoga and there's something magic. I just, I'm a morning person and I yep. kind of roll with that, you know. Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely not that night owl staying up until 2 in the morning. <laughs> no, no, I think those days are gone, aren't they? They probably weren't ever there for you. You've always been working so hard. Um, so being a creative person, a lot of people that are creatively um, tuned really struggle, like writer's block, I guess, you know. So how do you, do you ever have a creative struggle? Like, what the mm. hell am I going to do today? Or then is it when you go to your followers and seek some inspiration or feedback? How do you overcome that creative block if you ever if you ever come up against it? Um, if I'm being really honest, I don't I don't think I've ever stopped faced thinking, it. <laughs> faced like 
the ultimate what am I going to do there is always something that I want to create mm. it's whether like for me it's the question like will someone actually ever buy this mm. um, and that's when you know when people start buying things like these mini florals which are just so popular right now I would not have guessed that um, it was actually a client that came into my studio that had missed out on a sale of a floral work that said hey look can I grab can I commission three small works mm. um, to fit on you know, this particular wall? I said, fab. And in my mind, I do have that business sense. Mm. So I'm like, hey, if I'm gonna layer three, let's layer 10. Yes. So before I've even finished these 10, they have all sold and yeah. I've already ordered another 20 and talked about that online and I've already pre-sold that whole 20 and they aren't even in the studio yet. Amazing. Um, everyone's aware that I'm going overseas for a couple of months, which is amazing, um, and then I will finish them on my return. Yep. But, I mean, that's the power of social media, that like pre-selling stuff is yes. unbelievable. <laughs> which you wouldn't have been able to before. I mean, really, you know not, what I mean? Not to this kind of extent. But not I'm to also speed and, yeah. I'm doing works that I'm... For me, I did I, back in 2006, I ended up doing these stamps, which are very popular, and I ended up doing 150 of these commissioned stamps. But that was actually just taking a design and completely copying it. Mm. Um, whereas this is like, people tell me the things to do, but they're all hand-painted, hand-drawn, hand-carved. Yep. And so I quite like that idea of um, the challenge, rather than, I used to have to, you know, do the whole OHP, you know, put a transparency projection, pro projection yeah. up and like you know the details on those stamps were so amazing um but yeah i enjoy that kind of well there's more flow to this right yeah. I, might, I might even get into the whole like hey let's go to the florist and like take some photographs myself and really yes. be embraced in the whole process so yeah yeah um and you did mention you know creating things that you want to actually sell so yes that leads me to yeah you again I mean I'm going to keep using the word unique as an artist you are because you ha you are the complete package so you've got that business mind as as well as the creative mind and I think that's what a lot of creative people lack or mm. need to upskill on is that business mind so mm. what you know in order to do your craft you need to sell it yes. you need to make money in order to do your craft it's yeah. not a hobby it's your profession it's your yeah. career so is that something that's been always with you you know that business sense or is that something that you've had you know yeah. for me it's a weakness that yeah. knowing what to charge or valuing my worth yeah. and I believe it's just a completely trained skill I, is it something that you've always had or I think because it I remember putting something in you know in university one of my you know second or third little carvings into a cafe and it sold that day and I was like oh this must be quite good yeah <laughs> Um, ding, ding, ding. ding ding you know and off it went on a plane that afternoon and I was like wow so I think that gives you confidence to do more you know as I was saying before if someone's like it's the response to what you're doing like if it sat in the cafe like you wouldn't but you know for a lot very long time and didn't sell you'd be like oh um but I have works that so there's a there's a difference between my like right now I'm doing these little small works and I'm really loving doing them but actually earlier this year I had wild mm. which was huge seven pieces. huge pieces 140 mm. liters of paint and I spent up to like nearly five years creating that show from the seed to actually creating it um, I think I sold two works and the rest are just gonna sit around for a long time because they're so big and there's not a huge market for them but trusting that they do sell and they mm. will sell in time so mm. they then there's that, you know, what am I going to make in the um, interim? Can I make some prints of that? So yeah, I've definitely turned those into prints that people can obtain because they're at a better price range. Um, 
it's a mix because you want to fulfill your heart like I did some of the best works of my life in that show um, but then you've got to well, you got to make the money to be like the reason why I would want to sell because it enables me to make more. Yes. Because yeah. if I don't sell, so if I'm not on social media, um, you know, and keeping up with the cool kids on social media, I think there's other ways for sure. And there's galleries and stuff. And I've chosen, I've been with galleries before and from, you know, from the age of 19, I had my first gallery. Learned a lot and I'm just, I'm trying it my way. Mm. And it's, it's, it, is, it is a way these days, mm. um, being on the online world. And it's working for me at the moment. Yes. And I hope that I just get, be, you know, am open to the new opportunities that, um, you know, go with the art world and, and the changing art world. But I think there's always going to be the traditional ways of being in a gallery. The only downside of that is they take 40 to 50%. Yes. And so that's so the a big chunk. Yeah. It's a big chunk. Yeah. So I'm happy to market myself, but it does take time, mm. you know. And energy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is the part of me that some days I go, I just want to make art. Yeah. And I don't know if they want to photograph and edit and like social media and talk about it. But the, you know, they actually, you know, come to an end of a week, the self, um, you know, the pride I have in myself of, of what I've achieved and how I've done it. You know, I definitely pat myself on the back. It's really like, strong. Yeah. I'm like, you've done this girl and you're great. And I think there will come a time where I might reach out and get some help with the PA stuff and the emails because mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time emailing and it's getting back to messages. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Messages and connecting, I, I feel it's really important to, you know, reply to all the messages at this stage that I, um, you know, that I can. But that might change, so. Do you set aside time during the day to do that? Like, do you allocate an hour or an hour and a half to get back to messages and things like that? Or is it just sporadic throughout the day when you have time? Um, it is quite sporadic. Um, I, I have found that it is way easier. Um, also, if I'm doing like a time lapse of my work, my phone's actually not available, <laughs> which yes. is great. So I'm just, if I'm sitting here for two hours, my phone, it's best on plane mode and it's on a time lapse and, you know. Um, that's it. And then I'm listening to an audio book and that's my heaven. Like, I am just non-contactable. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, you have to make time for those. If you don't do the emails, then you don't get the commissions. Um so yeah because yeah for it, it's kind of sure. a double-edged sword isn't it because you're doing all that um behind the scenes work in order to get the contacts but then when the contacts come through you still need to be doing that behind the scenes stuff <laughs> don't you so it's like this you get this momentum going that can be quite overwhelming I guess at yeah, times you know? I like to stay on top of it so I don't think I'd ever get to the end of the day and I've done nothing but then some days you're just so busy, busy. doing other things mm. that you can't but I like to make sure that I'm on top of it and when I'm in my studio this is my workspace and I know that is part of my marketing and, and all the rest of it but when I'm out and when I'm with people my phone is in my pocket and I am not on it I think it's really important to be engaging with people face to face mm -hmm. and having that um, no phone time kind mm. of thing and luckily Morgan Fox is huge on that he yeah. doesn't you know we, when we are out and about in nature our phones will be on aeroplane mode and we will be taking snips and shots and little videos but it will be back in the pocket and using them for later yeah um, posting later yeah and also i mean we're going overseas for two months and i i really do hope um and we've talked about it that we have like no phone days and that we're just out and being with one another yeah um yeah i mean photos are great and same with videos <laughs> but you know it's, it's really nice to actually embrace that moment yeah, and I think it's important too to have moments to yourself. That, yes, you know, absolutely. Just because it isn't shared, it's like the tree falling in the forest. If no one was there to hear it, did it still happen? Did yes. it still make a noise? You know, I think yes. having those moments to yourselves that only you guys share yeah. um, is really important. As much as I love social media, you know, I think it's important to have that 
that balance and differentiation, especially with yeah, close, yeah. close. I suppose ones. I've chosen with uh, you know, um, I really do try and concentrate on my art life online. Um, definitely show my personal bits, you know, to show a bit of me. Um, and if I'm being really honest, like showing my boyfriend, so I have less stalkers. Yeah, <laughs> she does have some stalkers, girls um, and guys. <laughs> um, but you know, knowing that he's, but you know, I'm super proud to be with my partner. But um, yeah, that just trying to keep it art orientated so yeah. if I'm hanging out or at a design show or something art orientated I'll share it but if I'm out with my girlfriends at a dinner then you know that's my time and my time with them yes so you've touched a little bit on what's next coming up for you you're finishing off these works and then traveling overseas yes yep. and then some big plans towards yes. the end of the year moving out of the city yes anything else you want to jump into that um well I mean yeah, I want to make babies. <laughs> that's a big Human one. Human babies, not um, art babies. <laughs> that's a big one. I mean, that's that's another whole reason for the whole like wanting to nest down and, and be a little bit quieter because I don't, yeah. you know, that releasing that stress within the body and so I yeah. can kind of nest. But I mean, I come back to yeah, twenty four commissions lined up already, um, which is fantastic, and really look forward to that. Um, kind of you know taking me through until Christmas yeah um, but moving cities and just kind of then adapting to that new city and um, well yeah no I don't want to say which one it is yet because I put my foot in my mouth the other day <laughs> saying I was going to move to Nelson but that's not happening that's all good no um, I mean kudos to you for actually acknowledging well both of you for acknowledging that it didn't feel right yeah you know, I think yeah listening to your gut is just so key and a lot of people don't and then yeah. they have regret and yeah. then you're like Holy I also heck, think what like what done? what's right for other people isn't right for others. You know, like totally. You know what feels good to you guys and us, and and I think we'll have two months break, which will be fantastic because I think we've been both been going health for leather. You know, like mm -mm. we both wake at five in the morning, and yes, we're in different cities, but we're up and at it for the day. Um, so yeah, I mean, having that two months will be some nice clarity again. But yeah, we'll move, and I really do love the South Island. It's mm -hmm. pretty fantastic, and there's much less traffic down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll see where we end up by Christmas. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's cool that you've got that open plan. I think that's um, makes it even more exciting. Yeah, buying a house, having a baby, moving cities—you know, just a few things. Bam, bam, bam! Just like that, <laughs> folks. That's how she plans her life and makes things happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, slipping into food mode, yes. what is your favourite food, Hannah Jensen? You are a very oh fit specimen. Do you eat junk food? I, I do, but I don't feel good from it. Like, we went to the movies the other night and we got some M&Ms and I really struggled to... Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, I had to like, I was like, had some, but I mean, if I want chocolate, I just want good dark chocolate. Yeah. You know, Whitaker's dark chocolate. Um... I definitely eat junk food, but I, I really not much mm -hmm. like it'll be because you recognise how it doesn't make you feel well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I make pretty much most of my food um, in the studio. Like I have a little, you know, my little kitchen here, so it's always like green smoothies in the morning and salads for lunch. And but junk food to me would be like a really beautiful carrot cake after yeah. a big hike that yeah. is made in a whole food kitchen some somewhere you know around yeah, the country yeah, yeah. and it's bloody delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, buying packaged food isn't really up my alley, but mm. 
you know, if someone's got a Tim Tam occasionally, you know, <laughs> Tim Tam or an M&M. <laughs> or, or an M&M, you know, but I, I, even after buying the M&Ms on, on even Saturday, then it's, it's like the thought like, of it, I think, is, is, but I was like, is oh my more God, enticing, all, all isn't the it? Colors and, I'd, rather, I'd rather have yeah. a really good bliss ball. <laughs> yes. Or a really good date. You know date, those big, yes, the medjool dates. Yeah. dates. I or mean, a date when I, with Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> a date with Both Morgan. of those would be great. Yeah. Okay. Five guests you would have for dinner. They could be oh, anybody. Mate. I hope I am included, but five guests that you would have for dinner. No pressure to include me. No, I actually would include you. Oh, you're, you're, I'd probably have to cook, right? Pre- no, no. <laughs> you're pretty hilarious. Um, no, you're great company. Okay. Uh, at the moment, it would be like straight off. It would be you and Emma Mildon are on the top of my list, awesome. um, which is great. <laughs> um Crikey, Abby lays out of the city at the moment. So she can... I can be anyone <laughs> in the world. I mean, you know, whoever. Um, just my girlfriends, but awesome. Yeah, you, Pip, Ruth. Uh, who did I say? Emma, Emma, Abby. There we go. Cool. <laughs> just Sorted. my girlfriends. We might have to make a date. <laughs> um, so we started off with five things that you're grateful for. Yes. Rounding things up slowly. What are five things that you'd like to improve on? Um, for me, it would be sleep. Yeah. Even though, like, part of my whole psyche is like, you're probably just preparing for, for lack of sleep with children. Yeah. That's a <laughs> um, thing. But yeah, that wind down at um, bedtime. Sometimes I've gone to such good routines at night of like putting the phone on airplane and reading a book. But I haven't read a book for a very long time. So this year. Um, yeah, neither. <laughs> things I would like to improve on is just that that quiet quieting time a little bit more meditation um we've discussed you know Morgan and I have said you know oh, let's wake up every morning on our travels and just do a little bit of 10 minute meditation mm, every even if it is only, t- only 10 minutes yeah, yeah yeah um and that just yeah detaching from knowing being on the phone being off the phone um just being just being yeah. yeah, just being. I actually really do the, love the life I lead. Uh, it's very fast paced at the moment, but I know that. Hey, it's a cycle. It's a it's cycle. Gonna, yeah, it's a cycle, and I also think it's just it's a part of who I am. Mm. You know, I'm, um, I've always been pretty fast paced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, and that's because I'm I'm part of lots of things in the community, so there's mm. always um, things to do. But yeah, maybe just improving the quietening down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's enough. That's that's a big one to work on. Yeah. In five years, you will be. I will be. Thirty-nine years old. Pretty excited about that. Still a spring uh, chick. Still, right? A couple of kids, um, and doing my art and um, living my best life, and probably frolicking around nature, <laughs> and and I have no idea where we'll be living. But hey, maybe on a beautiful piece of land in the Tuki Tuki Valley and. Doing something on the land, like both Morgan and I have really big goals to create something with the land somewhere in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. We want to be on country calendar in our sixties. Oh, so like, you oh know? my god! I can I can actually see it now. <laughs> that's one of Hilarious. our goals, guys. What do you want to do? Dogs I, running around, yeah, and barking. That's us. Here we are on our <laughs> so however many acres. Fox homestead. Yeah. Fox homestead. <laughs> Omg. Fox farms. Yeah. yeah that's real. Yeah. Okay, so that's five years. How about <laughs> oh, five, five? Oh, five years. Okay, yeah, five. Yeah, no, that was five yeah, years. Yeah, okay. I think that's that's pretty lofty for five <laughs> years. Um, but nothing surprises me with you. Okay, so that's five years. So what about in five days? You'll in be five days. I will be in Lake Hawea, 
Um, yeah, down there, up a mountain somewhere. Maybe try and get to the top of Rob Roy, which is pretty beautiful, awesome. but it'd be snowy up there. Otherwise, just mountain biking and yeah, chilling around Hawaii. Cool. Yeah, see around five days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today's Tuesday. Yeah. That's su- yeah Sunday, and then actually heading to Timaru, oh. heading to Timaru to see Foxy's mum, which will be great. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Hannah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. My pleasure. And carry on with your carving. Actually, guys, this whole time that we've been talking, Hannah has actually been carving, so she doesn't stop. And I hope you guys have found some value in what she's said. She certainly inspires me on a daily basis. Um, and that's that's a little note to say as well is surround yourself with people that inspire you because you know life can be pretty shit sometimes and absolutely it uh, makes a huge difference who you would want you know who you call in those times you know that can pick you up kind of almost instantly and and even when you're not down you know you have uh, your own self-talk but it's always not that yeah positive so if you're bringing in positive from the outside it certainly helps so thank you hannah love you lots love you too love you too and if anyone wants to get in contact then just yeah yeah yeah, i'll put all the links and bits and bobs to if you have any questions hannah yes but um you know don't bombard her please she's busy (laughs) thank you hannah thank you okay guys thank you so much for listening to the sarah tanner podcast i hope you enjoyed today I always love sitting down and chatting with Hannah. I come away feeling that much better. So I hope you did too and you found some value in there. Be sure to check out my website, www.sarahtanner.co.nz and my Instagram account, at sarahtannernz, for more inspiration, hopefully, and tips and tricks, recipes, and lots of goodies to help you on your journey to wellness. Have a beautiful day or evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this, and go well. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh,